today I want to have a really、uh, different conversation with you guys about what causes hurt in business and what sends us on the drama coaster, the emotional roller coaster, and derails us and sends us from performance to non-performance. Last week. I had an extremely difficult presentation, probably the most difficult in my life,、uh, just because、um, the audience and I were not aligned whatsoever. It was actually for the International Coaching Federation, one of their chapters, and、um, and、uh, there were a couple people. I want to say three or four who just really did not like what I was presenting and were very open about it. And were very vocal, and it turned very, very abrasive. And I was having to deal with myself and my reaction, and being literally on the verge of tears, while being responsible still for delivering the rest of the presentation to the people who were there to learn, and needing to pull myself up and focus on the people who were not trying to, you know.、Um, Anyway, who were who were who were trying to really learn, right? So, and I was thinking about it, and I was really digging deep into what is it that makes us feel hurt in our business, because it could have gone two ways. After, I could have you know spent the rest of the afternoon, ah,、uh, just being really down and really disappointed, and make decisions about the future. Ah,、uh, based on this experience, or I could go in and process it and let it go, and make some empowered decisions about how I'm going to move and what my values are in the future. So it was really, really difficult, and I had a team member on it. Melissa was actually on it, and we were both like, "Wow, like this is really difficult. How do we?" Because but and. You know, my point being, our entrepreneurs are going to experience the same, right? At some point, sooner or later, they're going to be on a stage where they're not going to be received well, and people are not going to like them, and a lot of people are going to hate what they're saying. But there's going to be that one person in the room that loves it, whose lives get transformed out of it. So who do you care about, right? Are you willing to put your butt on the line and stand for the truth, no matter what,、uh, in order to make the difference, right? So, I want to talk a little bit about what makes us vulnerable and how to become really, really resilient, so that we can stand in front of anybody, and share the truth, and be unmessable with. So some of the just so the just that I give you some specifics. Some of the feedback that I received is was that、uh, I was all about sales and numbers and. Uh, it was not purpose driven at all, and some other stuff that I honestly can't remember. I should look at the recording, but、um, but where we need to look at is what makes us vulnerable, and the answer is other people's validation. If we go into a presentation, or into a client call, or into a client group coaching session, and we're looking for validation. We're gonna be tested, and it's going to be very, very difficult. You need to be pretty resolved to make a difference, whether or not people like it. Especially if you're talking high-level spiritual concepts, there's gonna be times where your integrity is gonna be questioned, and people are not gonna get what you're talking about at all. 
and that is okay. So what do you do? Number one, here's a spiritual advice from my favorite spiritual teacher, Dr. David R. Hawkins. Here's what he said. I recommend you write this down and do it. He said, write down everything everyone ever says or thinks about you, even if you think they're liars, and own it. Write down everything everyone ever says or could say or think of you, even if you think they're liars, and own it. Right? And I want you to do this exercise. I want you to sit with this. I want you to pause this recording or do it later when you get home, if you're driving, and do this for yourself. What are you so afraid that people will say or think of you, even if you don't think they're right? Because until you own it, you're very much messable with, right? (laughs) And it makes you very vulnerable and your resilience is always threatened. So what are those things, right? Are you afraid that they will call you selfish or too money-driven or too pushy or too salesy or out of integrity? Too overbearing, overwhelming, too self-obsessed, Who do you think you are? Right? Underqualified for your claims or overqualified to be doing what you're doing. What is it? Make a big list. Because until you own it, you're not going to be free of it. Right? You're going to be negotiating with yourself and explaining yourself and trying to manage what people think of you until you're like, yep. Sometimes I feel like a little bit of a fraud. Sometimes I am a fraud. I'm telling people I'm a business coach and I've never business coached anybody. You know what I mean? That's the case for a lot of you who have yet to have a client. That does happen. Right? That's the fraud syndrome. It's going to keep you stuck for a very long time until you have been able to say that's okay. Right? You say, I'm a life coach. Who are you life coaching? Nobody yet. That's okay. That does not make you a fraud. Or maybe that makes you a fraud and that's okay. Right? We're all a fraud. We all wear makeup, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So when we wait for other people's validation is when we become really, really vulnerable. The other place when we get really vulnerable is when somebody points to something that we see as our weakness. Right? It feels like a pit in a stomach. It feels horrible. It feels horrible. I was on another ICF presentation for whatever reason. They tend to be kind of uh, interesting sometimes. Um, and somebody put in all caps in the chat, why do you, can you stop saying okay all the time, right? I'm not the smoothest presenter. You guys know this. You guys listen to this podcast and I'm okay with it. I'm totally okay with it. I don't try to clean up those podcasts. I don't have time for it because I want to model 
imperfection. I want to model that you don't have to be perfect with how you speak before you go live or you go on camera or you record a podcast. Oftentimes, I don't even prepare any bullet points for this podcast. I just talk and I want to model this for you. So you don't have to feel like you have to be smooth and perfect at all times, right? But when that person put it in a chat, it was very painful for me. It was so painful. And that was because I was still in the mindset I should be as smooth of a speaker as possible, right? I should be more polished, more professional. And you know what? That's never going to happen. Number one, English is my third language. Number two, as much as I will continue improving over the next years, I'm never going to be perfect because I just, my brain thinks faster than it talks. So as I'm talking, I'm already thinking a million different things that I want to share with you. And that's just how it goes. It's never going to be super fluid and super smooth, right? And on top of that, I have an accent. And sometimes it's a little bit hard to understand what I'm saying. And that's okay too. At least I hope so. I hope the value of this makes up for it. But anyway, there is another instance that I remember very vividly when I still used to own restaurants. And this one day, I am walking into a team meeting with my staff. And I'm saying to myself, I really want to be a nice boss today. I don't want to be overbearing I really want to be nice. I want them to like me. I want them to feel comfortable. I really don't want to be overbearing. Because I had a fear of being overbearing with people. Anyhow, as I walk into the restaurant, they're all sitting there in a corner table ready for the team meeting. And I walk in and I try to give them all room to talk and I try to be you know, as benign as possible, (laughs) really not being me, not being who I am. Because if you know me at all, I tend to be very direct and very directive too, right? And at the end of a meeting, Hannah, one of my staff member goes, you know, Eva, you can be really overbearing. (laughs) And at that moment, I just laughed. And the only reason she had said that is because People always reflect back to you, whether in their mind or out loud. The one thing you're afraid of them thinking or or saying, right? And fortunately, I got it. I got it. I got the spiritual message from her. She was saying, let go of trying to not be overbearing, right? Just accept you're overbearing and that's it. And yes, I can be a little bit overbearing and the right people will stick with me and and the wrong people won't and that's okay right so just own it you know I can be quite pushy with my team I can be quite pushy with my clients when I want them to get results I'll be quite pushy I will not let them off the hook they're supposed to be doing an event they're going to be doing an event right and that's just my style I want to I I'm loving but I'm direct and people are not looking for, you know, in a leader, they're not looking for somebody to be nice to them. They're looking for somebody to help them be accountable, right? And help them achieve the goals they want to achieve anyway. So, 
again, when somebody highlights, once you consider your weakness, it's going to feel like a punch. And it's an opportunity for you to look at, hmm, I wonder why that triggered me. Right? I wonder if there's something I need to accept about myself. I wonder if I need to accept that I love making money without explaining. Not because I want to donate to blah, 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 or not because I want to do blah, blah, blah. No, I love making money, period. Only when you have accepted it flat, without the explanations. Without explaining, but it's not about the money. It's really about the difference you want to make in the world. Only then, when you accept it about yourself, I really love making fun money. Only then will people stop attacking you for it. You know what I mean? Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this and having a conversation with me. Really looking forward to the feedback. Email me back or send a message back or comment below or wherever you're watching or listening to this. I can't wait for the next podcast. I have lots and lots of fun stuff for you guys. Welcome to the It's Her Business Podcast. My name is Eva. I'm your host. And here we talk about how to scale your business through group programs, virtual retreats, your service-based business from zero to six to seven and beyond figures. So let's get started. Before you go, make sure that you're registered for our next uh, retreat. You can do that by going to our website, ebapalikova.com forward slash retreat, or you can text the word retreat to 66866, and that's going to get you registered.